And we're back with another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. It's a very special episode because not only is it our 50th episode, but it's also our first episode of the holiday season, which is the spooky Halloween season. Yeah. Ooh. And it just keeps uh, getting earlier and earlier, right? Every year. Yeah, every year. And we're bringing things that are, you know, they're not your typical spookiness. Hopefully, yeah. And I'm your host... Jordan Garcia, mm-hmm. as always, and with me I have the man, the myth, the Chet Hanks <laughs> of the podcast. Who is Chet Hanks? But <laughs> that's Tom Hanks' son. Oh yeah, okay. Is it with uh, what is his wife's name? I don't know. He's the Rita one. Rita Wilson. He's the one who did a bunch of weird Jamaican accents. Oh, he's a weirdo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Armando Aviza here, as always, <laughs> but uh. Jordan, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, the cult gets together. Besides uh, Chet Hanks at all. Well, we <laughs> worship Chet Hanks, but after that, we get together. And what we like to do as a cult is we like to come together and watch a film from the Criterion Collection. And then one of us likes to bring a film that we believe belongs in that collection. Ooh. But and this month, we're bringing spooky ones. We're bringing spooky. <laughs> we're bringing the haunted hoose. And so, this is Mondo's episode. He's mm. he's starting off the spooky season, but we're starting off with a nice little, you know, like you did last time, honestly. I mean, a little like a comedy spook. Spooky. Yeah, exactly. Not like necessarily the... Which is great. You know, typical like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to slash her. I'm because like, I feel um, like a lot of people would, as soon as you tell them it's a Halloween episode, they're going to be like, yeah. well, I'm going to bring uh, Jason. But... You, know, like, you mean Friday the 13th? But yeah, those <laughs> those films are fun. They're, they're at camp. Oh, of course. They're yeah. at, like, you know, they're hanging out. They're teenager films, kind of. But these films are definitely like... Uh, damn it. What was like... Uh, I forgot like the kind of theme that i really saw watching both these movies again was like uh just like a well i guess it's know, like a paranoia like a um, paranoia like panic like, that that yeah like a panic like a neighborhood feeling like you know like especially after 400 blows like the burbs is kind of one of those well, things what w- films are we talking about here Mama? okay so uh the f- film from criterion that we're going to talk about is eating raul eating raul from 1982 and the film i'm bringing is the burbs from 1989 okay let us know a little bit more about eating raul okay so eating raul is a a relative relatively boring los angeles couple discovers a bizarre if not a murderous way to get funding for opening a restaurant and who's in it that's crazy who did it i don't even know what uh, what what do you think after that like (laughs) but uh okay sounds like a white people (laughs) yeah a lot of white people right like that's how they get ahead in life. Yeah. But uh, director, writer, uh, Paul Bartel, with uh, writer Richard Blackburn, but also starring uh, Mary Warnov. Uh, Warnov? 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 Yes. And then starring Paul Bartel, Robert Belt- Beltran, and then Susan Seguir. Right. And so Paul Bartel plays Paul Bland. Yeah. Mary Warnov plays Mary Bland. Mary Bland. Robert Pretty Beltran bland, right? plays Raul, Raul Mendoza, and Susan Sager plays Doris and Donna Matrix. But I just wanted to bring up there's cameos from Buck Henry. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who wrote The Graduate. Oh wow! Okay. Edie McClurg, the secretary from uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ed okay. Begley Jr. We all know yeah. him as like I don't know. He's in everything. Yeah. But he's what is trying to Edie? Save the Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and so Eden Raul. Paul Bartel directed Death Race 2000. He's part of the whole yeah, Roger, Roger Corman, Corman film class. Uh, like a film school. school. Yeah, yeah, film school. You know, but what uh, you had a little history about him, right? Like he left too early. He did. So he wanted to make comedies. Roger Corman's not about making comedies. He takes his films very seriously. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if you think they're funny. Mm-hmm. He's taking them very seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... You know, Bartel was just like, I want to make a comedy. I want to do something that's more funny. I have this funny, idea, yeah. That's really funny. And, and Roger Crumb's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, all right, so I'm gone. And I'm going to try to make it on my own. Oh. And, you know, you know, as we know, 
There's Scorsese comes from Corman, the Corman school. Jack uh, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, Jonathan Demme. Oh, John, you know, yeah. they they are, like there's so many people that come from that, but they 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 went through the process and they did his movies. Yeah, they put in the they time. Graduated. They did the work, you know. Yeah, and they graduated to those films, just like uh, James Gunn graduated from uh, the trauma. trauma. Yes, know? and All so. That stuff. Bartel sort of just kind of broke off, and you yeah. know, I, 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 I'm not going to say that that's why he's not well known, name, but but I mean, you know, who knows? But you kind of have to respect him for that, you know, like you do, you know, and like, that's why he's in the Criterion Collection, yeah. right? Because they, they they saw that they were just like, well, he comes from Corman, he yeah. didn't become those Corman names, but you know, he yeah. still kind of made a good film. He did, uh, he did, he really did. Like, I, I like this is, I, I'm surprised I didn't see this film earlier when i was younger you know like it seems like one of those like hbo movies that would just be played and played for no reason like you know you know what like, it constantly. does but at the same time it or does like, feel com- like or comedy central you know it does like, feel like it would get it does feel like it's gonna get swept under the rug though yeah because there's yeah. really nobody i understand why it got swept under the rug you yeah know? like it's too like i don't know it's not like um it's too Prince's, dark it's too funny <laughs> it's not a bachelor party with yeah. tom hanks it's not an animal house or with porkies you, yeah it's, it's not just, a porkies yeah. it's, it's just sort of this we're just like paul bartell yeah. like who are these people that are but like it just in has this, that like uh but it has that same charm yeah exactly yeah like, you know like it should have been on comedy central i mean it probably was but maybe i've missed it but maybe it yeah. wasn't like constantly like on like those I, I i didn't see it at least you know i don't correct me if i'm wrong you know like where yeah no i just yeah, eating no, no. raul was just like hey, i used to watch raul. comedy central all the time yeah Every, so, so i agree with you i never yeah. saw this in the rotation you'd see certain movies you know what i yeah. mean i even saw heaven help us on comedy central mm-hmm. which is about like choir boys like with andrew mccarthy yeah, yeah which yeah. is not even that funny this is more funny this is yeah this is a dark this, this is, is definitely this is a lot like, this is funnier than that that's like really serious that's like a drama but it's on hbo now it is right. now and it's also on <laughs> that, the criterion but, channel. but it makes sense you know it like, does yeah yeah the, yeah it's like a nice little late nine late night little flick so basically Monty, you have this couple mm-hmm. they're like they think they're better than everybody let's talk about that opening scene how they show that hollywood is just this decrepit horrible place everyone's if, getting murdered i don't know if they think they're better than everybody but they have this higher morality than everyone else especially in the city that they're in is hollywood you know well, like that's what Los i'm saying Angeles, they, well they know? think they're better than the people where they they think they're better than the people that you know live in their building mm-hmm. where they work you know um, paul bartell that his character sells wine at a liquor store and he's like trying to be all like sophisticated about what yeah wine he's trying to, to like get them like to understand like pairing food with wine and stuff like that yeah and oh, so you don't he's want gonna, this but, you know, but like, that's like so silly so you're gonna work in a liquor store and you're gonna be like, well, I'm gonna teach these people about wine and look down on them because they're looking for the cheap wine. I don't know. He wasn't like, looking down on them. He was I mean, really I'm trying to like. Was, he, he was trying to like elevate their palate, you know. Well, of course, but he, but, but I think, it, but, but so let them buy the cheap wine. Let them buy the cheap wine. It's a, it's a liquor store. You know what I mean? That's but all I'm saying. That's that's it, another thing where his boss was like, why are you selling them that? Like you know, like he's getting mad that he wasn't selling them the cheap stuff. But he sold him something else, you know. Like he still made the sale, you know. It was really weird, you know. I don't know. No, he they. She didn't end up buying the good wine. She, she bought something. Yeah, she bought something good, like well, better, like than the one that she was gonna buy. I guess so. You know. But that's one sale, Mondo. And what I'm talking hey, about it all grand adds up. Scheme. It adds up. I mean, I guess so. But look, I guess they're not. I guess you're right. They're not really like looking down on people. Yeah. But they think they're better than people. They think that okay. So, but it's mostly that in terms of they have like a fistication, you know. Like I guess not. Um, what I'm trying to say is like they're not. They don't think they're better than people. They think they're better than people in terms of like they think everyone's like a sex fiend. Yeah. Because that's how it kind of starts, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see that everyone's just horny in this movie and swingers. Yeah. Yes, everyone just like ooh baby, like you yeah. know, like you know, like everyone just has like some horrible horny really horrible line yeah really, and there's like, still like i love lucy where they're sleeping in separate beds and stuff like that you yeah know? yeah where he has that like stuffed bottle of wine yeah he literally <laughs> like hugs a stuffed <laughs> bottle of wine and she's like oh she has like stuffed animals or whatever but, yeah, yeah they it's just really sleep, funny yeah. you know like i don't yeah i don't know where like people and they like barely kiss each other on the lips like it's like a barely like a little like yeah where like, like yeah the sexual thing is just like i get like kissing her and like hugging and stuff is like you know like that that's part of it you know but she doesn't like 
you know they really don't touch as no not yeah. at all and Which you is know sad. it sucks i mean look it, it's like it's sort of parodying that like idea right like the these couples that they just like they don't really like each other they just sort of you know they're not there's no real attraction there it's just sort of like yeah. well i don't know it's like um these like stuffy kind of we wish we were upper class people mm-hmm. you know we're, we're too busy worrying about like making money and doing all these other things and worrying about our own relationship and our you know what we should be doing in the bedroom yeah. or whatever you know or we're, we're scared that other people are having fun in the bedroom even though we don't even know how to like confront our own like sexual thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah and that's that's why this movie is really funny because it goes into all that it like shows that's like both sides of that where they're like this kind of you know they're a stuffy couple but everyone around them is like hornier than like anybody that you have ever met yeah and i don't know i i you know a lot of people you know might be like oh eating roll it's like uh you know there's too much uh it's very sexist right like the the guys are just very aggressive and sexual very rapey and very rapey and Mm -hmm. you know and and you know the girls don't really get a lot to do besides the main character um but yeah most mary bland i mean i feel like she's like a strong character of course that's what i'm saying like only her though yeah like nobody else like every other girl is just like her you know she's just naked well even the dominatrix person is kind of like oh know, okay yeah yeah you know, season uh, that's a good stager, point you know is it that 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 that's a good point to bring up is it the dom dom matrix dominatrix yeah girl woman. she <laughs> woman yeah absolutely woman yeah. my bad <laughs> she is like you know you see her at the party you're like oh she's whipping people and you're like oh yeah, my god she's in charge you know yeah no no but i'm saying like from like a conservative view you're just like oh my god she's disgusting she just like doing this blah 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 and then you realize oh no like most of you conservative people like those those are your daughters and those are your wives and they're trying to get away from you and your your horrible like repression you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they want to get away from that and then you realize like they're more you know they're more well well-rounded yeah. well-adjusted people, people than yeah. than you because you, you repress your mm-hmm. your sexual yeah you know all your sexual frustration and all that stuff is like repressed yeah. and that's why you're just like Argh! you just want to you know mm-hmm. and they they let it out and that's why they're well you know she has a baby she has a home a she family. has a husband like, yeah, she has a family a, a whole different life you yeah know, she's this, doing fine this dominatrix thing is just a job kind of you know she's literally more well-rounded than all of them because they literally just start murdering people yeah and she doesn't do that yeah She's which these high, like which you think these high morale people wouldn't do but they quickly get into that just to get what they want you know yeah and great. that's kind of like the dark comedy of the whole thing of eating raul yeah you know and it's also like, that difference between greed and necessity mm-hmm. donna matrix girl she does that out of necessity she needs to make yeah. money to fucking you know care for her kid and have this home you know have this home and be a person they're doing out of greed yeah it's they're just trying to like get as much money as possible anyway they can't step on any head like kill whoever you know what i mean and well well, rationalizing all that you know yeah and in the end you know like where it's just like where before they were like oh these people are just disgusting and they like doing these doing these things these kind of deviant things because they want to but they ultimately they i mean they don't realize but they kind of like fall into it like you know like yeah you kind of do what you feel and like you know like going to these swingers parties was not like that's not a bad thing necessarily you know like it kind of like kind of says sort of but not really you know it's not necessarily a bad thing. i wouldn't say so i wouldn't say it it really kind of shines a bad light on them no it doesn't shine a bad light on them but they like the two main characters feel like it's a bad thing you know like these swingers these kind of vagrants kind of coming like raise it makes them raise the rent and stuff like that but i mean they know what they're going into like you know like it's like a safe place almost sort of you know for that you know like for them to be that way and stuff like that and they don't and they don't really uh mary and paul don't realize that you know and they make their place kind of like an unsafe place because they're luring in people to kill and stuff like that and right steal their money and like you know like make money off them ultimately you know yeah yeah so it's kind of like a weird like you know like turn which is cool. I and and people really like I was I was reading reviews on Letterbox and just like being 
uh, people being too hung up on like the rape kind of aspect of the film, you know, which is like, yes, I I understand, you know, that that is wrong. That's bad. That's not yeah, it's like, awful. I that's mean, that's not like just let no us just one... say here that uh, everyone who uh, works and works for yeah. the Criterion Cult podcast yeah. believes that rape is awful. Let yes. us tell you. I yes. mean, if you don't think that we we're don't not think condoning that. that, we're not like you know yeah, trying obviously. to rationalize that yeah. or like oh, it's listen okay. to the naked episode. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like it is like a. It is supposed to be a safe place where they're luring in people, like where they're gonna get sex eventually, you know, like. But it is like kind of like there also is that consent part. Yeah, obviously, consent is like the major thing, you know. But like, it's just a weird thing to harp on in the film, you know, Whoa. to like not no, no, no. like I, understand, I can, like you of know. course, because that's unfortunately, you know, because you know it's wrong. It's not like of course. All, all all these things that people all in eating Raul are wrong. You know, and, they're and killing like, people. They're like you know all this stuff, but yeah, and like we and like we had talked thing, about, you know? like there's no nobody here in this movie is condoning anything that's happening in it. Yeah. It's showing you that all these characters are garbage. You know what I mean? It's yeah. showing you that like yeah. none of them like you shouldn't like yeah any every of them. single one of them. Not yeah. anyone is a good person. Yeah, no film. one's a good person. And like not it, and again, know, this like, is a horrible dark comedy. Yeah, there's know? horrible stero- stereotypes. Like mm-hmm. it, it's all like yeah. there's there's horrible things, but you can laugh at them because you know that it's just you know it's wrong. You yes, know, you know, like it's as wrong. a like yeah, not necessarily as a well-adjusted human being, but like as just like you know like common common sense almost. You know, like it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you get it. Like, it's a joke. Like, it's a dark comedy. It's not like, in no way is eating Raul ever condoning any of the bad things that they do. Like, you just know it's bad, you know? And that's the humor of it. That's the comedy of it. That's the whole, like, I mean, that's what it's about. Like, not necessarily what it's about, but I mean, you get that. Like, you get that through the film and how it's, like, depicting it, you know? Like, or, like, as a, semi well-adjusted person i mean you know i don't even think you have to be a well-adjusted person to understand that fact of eating well, raul you know not yeah you know like but i mean you know but it's yeah. just like one of those things where again you you watch it and you're just like oh like because you can watch certain comedies i i feel like people watch comedies like well you know i'm, I'm not gonna take su- i watch super bad i don't take that seriously it's fine but like because it's so outrageous in eating Raul. There's no, like, it's not simple. It's not a simple, it's, it's not black and white. There's, like, a bunch of nuance. You don't, you, yeah. you're just like, what, 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 am I supposed to like these people? It doesn't matter. No, not, yeah. not at all. Like, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. But it doesn't just matter. kind of along for the ride. It's I, a I feel film. Like, I feel know? like that's another thing we got to like. It's a fictional film. We got to like, emphasize in like, this podcast. This is it's non- like you don't always have to like love the characters that you're watching. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? That's another big thing. Yes. And a lot of people really, and I get it. You know, if you're a casual moviegoer, I understand that. I, there's no, yeah. nothing wrong with that. And I'm not even like talking down. Yeah, you want to attach things. yourself to, some, the, to one yeah. of the characters. Yeah. Why would you want to watch someone doing some shitty stuff? But at the same time time you don't need that like that that doesn't make the movie bad just because the character is like not likable you know what i mean that that this this and eating raul it really reminded me of like i don't know it's just like a great comedy that yeah it just really pokes at you in every way it you know it's like I mean, the revenge the way, of the nerds animal house porkies it's like just it's the like way that it starts and the font they use as like you know for the title credits and stuff like that it's just it's wacky. It's fucking. It's ridiculous. It's not like supposed to be taken seriously. Yeah, you know? it's like, like turning that shit it's on like its a, head. It's like it's a being, Marx Brothers film almost. You know, like where it's just like taking, you know, like these serious situations, but these characters are in it that don't like really understand the severity of like their situation, like the situation. You know? Yeah, and what and what makes that even better is how low budget it is. Mm-hmm. How like able, you know what I mean? Like the things they were able to do with the very little actors and the people that they had to like create that you know what i mean it it it, you know you don't you don't feel that because the story and the the characters are like so strong that you're just like oh yeah like i'm down for like whatever this crazy shit is Mm -hmm. at least i was i mean i don't know you know it's hard to tell yeah i was i was along for the ride too even the first time i saw it you know but this time i really saw like oh yeah this is like this is really a comedy. Like, how could you take this seriously? Like, how could you take anything what these people are doing seriously? You know, like you see, like just the dominatrix uh, character. Like, you see them as you know as a dominatrix in the beginning at the swinger party, 
But then they go and visit her and she just has this whole like kind of suburban life, you know, and kind of, you know, like she can separate work from her life, like her home life, you know, it's not like interfering at all, you know, and that's what I think people really need to understand about this film is you need to separate like this is a film. This is a dark comedy like this is not real life. Exactly. This is like you getting offended by the rapey kind of scenes and stuff like that yeah it is gross like it's not good like that's exactly what you should think but it shouldn't be your whole critique of the film you know yeah like, and not at all like and a lot all. of people love like fucking what is it last house on the left that's like wasn't that like nothing but rapes that's like a that's based on a rape scene that yeah. hor- horror movie you yeah, know what i mean exactly. people love it in horror Mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that you you know what i mean you know what i'm saying yes i like, get it yeah i'm you not saying that you should love it or to... nobody but you should be able to like see it as like for what it is in the story and look i i hate shit like that i don't fucking see shit like that yeah. don't get me wrong but here it's not it, it's like a it's done in a comedic way because it's like showing you the silliness of the situation of everything that's going on mm-hmm. and mondo it's a horror movie because they kill people. Yes, they do kill people. But it's also a horror movie because it's one of those things, you know? You don't know who your neighbors are. Yeah. You don't know. You, you don't, don't know, know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You know, that you know, because you're thinking like, oh, well, the neighbors who are like a bunch of sex pests or like mm-hmm. having swinger parties, they're probably the worst ones. No. Yeah. It's the fucking, the regular the neighbors people, yeah. who are just mad about that. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are going to kill you the first chance they get. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, it's like a... That's why it's it's you know it's a comedy. You could be doing anything, and those people are gonna think that you're yeah. just one of those people. Yeah, they're gonna be the judge of you, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like, so they kill a couple of perverts at first, and that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't mind the ki- the people they kill at first, yeah. but after a while, they're just like literally just killing people as soon as they walk in the door. And you know what? If you if you're into some weird sexual shit, doesn't always mean that you're a pervert that deserves to die. It it's all about consent and you know being exactly. They're at a party exactly. that is that thing you know. Like, like they put out an ad that mm-hmm. ad that said, "I will do anything that you want. Doesn't matter what fantasy it is." So they're luring in people and, and so like, you know like so the so a guy on. comes in, he's like, "Oh, I want to be a baby," mm-hmm. and like you know, so I'm just gonna break stuff and like yeah, there's like a scene where it's like, "Well, he's not hurting me." Mm-hmm. so you gotta just kill him well a lot of the times too is where the guy where uh paul is like i was waiting for him to like do something bad to you but he, they were never necessarily doing anything bad yet you know or at all you know they were doing what they kind of came for yeah they're weird you know like gross shit sure it's gross and weird yeah but do they deserve to die it's people for that? kinks like but they went there for that where it was kind of consent in the ad you know exactly so it's not like they didn't just like do that on the subway yeah. or something they didn't just like do that in front they of went people there who to didn't do ask. that and what you kind of expected you know like yeah. so it's so, so it's, it was hard to get him into like a weird situation like you know she kind of had to fake it to be like oh he needs to hit him over the head with a frying pan and stuff like yeah, that you know yeah she had to like literally be like no you came here and paid for this stuff and i'm not gonna do what you asked for yeah and exactly. that's when they got mad yeah and look again all i'm saying we're is not that, condoning any of this stuff no, no, or, i'm not saying whatever. any of this yeah. stuff, but all i'm saying is like it is like but they were of, trying to do it in a safe place it's just not black and white yes there's exactly. a lot of nuance it's there. dark comedy but it's not black and white yes you know? there's like a you know there's a line that they're, that they're, they're like uh you know they're they're standing they're on. treading on yeah, yeah for sure and i think they did a pretty good job in not making it so completely ugly and just like oh i can't watch this i can't yeah, condone where this. i can't get hung up on the rape scenes and like yeah. the sexual scenes like like i can see it for wh- what eating raul is you know like it's like right you know it's this like uh it's it's a dark comedy you know and i can go along for the ride and understand yeah. that it is that you yeah know? there's all kinds of horrible sexual assault in animal house and that's yeah. a great comedy porky's, that everyone yeah. loves you know what i mean yeah. porky's, porky's as well yeah. i mean obviously, weird, weird science you know, obviously like, this is like yeah. you know we're two guys so we're you yeah. know this is that perspective and again there might be women listening and be like no i don't like those either and yeah. i and i and i can and, totally understand yeah. that and I'm not even like trying to say that you're wrong or anything. And if you're there, you're here, you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Seriously. Like we'll we would love on. to hear yeah. that. Because that's the thing. We need a different perspective. We're just sort of coming from our kind of like, you know, what you know, I you know, when I see things that I feel like are like a rapey, I'm gonna be like, Nope, that's what that is. And I, I don't feel like that's what that this yeah. movie is. So let's do last thoughts. Okay. Eating Raul. 
Yeah, Eden Raoul is. I mean, I had. I mean, I had a good time watching. I mean, both the both the times I've watched it, I've only seen it twice, but I mean, the second time I had a lot more fun actually, and really kind of, I don't know, kind of understood the the dark comedy of it more. So you know, like the first time I saw it, it was just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of this a weird movie. But I mean, I get, I got that it was funny and stuff like that, but. But as a whole, like, you know, the dialogue and just like, just even the dominatrix scene, like, I didn't even realize how that is funny, you know, like how like, yeah, you see this woman as this person and she has their business card and stuff and then they go and visit her, like, you know, to get like, you know, tips and like stuff like that to under kind of understand this whole like other thing that they don't understand, you know, like this whole like kind of like sexual like, like, you know, like sexual thing that's going on you know the undertones of it you know yeah they're just like oh dudes will just show up for this yeah yeah yeah, exactly and like see this movie like it's fun it's like score it's an indie film it's like it's a dark comedy it's funny if you can get past the rapey kind of stuff it's just like a good film you know like what's your score mondo what do you give it i give it i give it a three and a half for sure you know like it's just one of those class. I feel like it's kind of classic, you know. Like yeah, it's just that like, sounds good. You know, a classic cult film, and yeah, we're yeah. bringing like both these films are pretty culty, you know. Like for sure, where they're not like all all like everyone has seen them and stuff. But Eden Wool is like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, see it. I mean, it's fun. It's like a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just say that you said consent and rapey way too much. Okay, I'm sorry, but that's fine. It's okay. <laughs> But you because know what I mean. No, I I know we got what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My final thoughts on Eating Roll is that it's a four roll movie and only because again, everything we talked about, everything we said about it, but mostly because one thing I'll say that we haven't brought up is that it brings up this idea of that look, if you're just like a nice unhorny dude, yeah why can't you just have like a hot girlfriend like you know everyone's just like telling paul uh you know they're just like telling the main character like oh like or his wife like oh you're too sexy for this guy he doesn't like you know he's not always like grabbing his crotch at you he's not always like (laughs) being a fucking like an alpha male you know well uh, well what, what whatever is an alpha male the point is he's 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 a person, and she relates to him on, like, a really, a person, you know, maybe there's not, like, some crazy sexual thing, but that's what I'm saying. It just, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, what I'm saying is that, that that was, like, a cool thing to see, that it's just, like, this thing where just, like, yeah, you don't always have to be just this dude who's always, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm horny. Like, you really don't always have to, like, let everyone know that you're horny. Like, you don't. You don't have to, like, comment on girls' things. You don't have to, like, grab your crotch or whistle at anyone. You just don't. You really don't. Yeah. It's fine. Because eventually, you're going to find a really extremely beautiful and, and gorgeous person who's going to realize, like, oh, this guy's not some, like, cartoon wolf who just, like, howls and, like, grabs his crotch and, like, whistles. And he's a real person. You know what I mean? And Like, they, I don't know. For some reason, guys think that's a thing. <laughs> and it's not. And, uh, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, Eden Roll shows you that. But, again, it's just a really funny, great uh, horror comedy that uh, is about, you know, killing people. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? You know? Kill everyone. Jordan, uh, did we mention that we're going to live stream the 51st episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? No, we didn't. Actually, so this is our first episode of the Halloween season. Our Mm -hmm. second episode, we're going to live stream it on Instagram. Yes. Before it comes out. Right. If you guys want to check it out and just see, you know, the ins and outs. If you want to see us us yell at each other and just drinking. uh, (laughs) Me stomp out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to do that just to kind of, you know. Should I get a ring light? We're gonna try to. We should get a ring light. We're gonna okay. try to. Get, we're gonna try to it's get like the Halloween bucks. season yeah. going. We're gonna yeah. try to get it like every episode is gonna try to be something special. This one is only special because we had Chet Hanks. Yeah. Um. He was here earlier. He left. He didn't want to be on it, yeah. but he was here, and he said some great things about the Burbs. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, the Burbs is, is that what you bring bringing to the chopping block. Yeah. Who's in it? Who did it? 
Who's about so, it? So, I mean, the Burbs. Uh, an overstressed uh, suburbanite and his uh, neighbors are convinced that the new family on the block are part of a murderous satanic cult. And who directed and who's and in this? This is a Joe Dante film written by Joe Dante and, uh, or no, directed by Joe Dante and written by Dana Olson. Uh, this is starring Tom Hanks, uh, Bruce Dern, Carrie Fisher, Corey Feldman, uh, Rick uh, Ducommon, uh, and Wendy Shaw. It also stars Henry Gibson, Theodore Gopstrup, and Courtney Gaines. And you all know Joe Dante as yeah. the man behind Inner Space and the Gremlins. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, he's one of those sentimental, like, sen- not sentimental, sentimental, uh, like, you know, like, kind of like family horror directors, I would say, you know, Small Soldiers, The Hole, Gremlins, as you said before. What else did you direct? The Hole? What is The, the Hole? hole? The Hole is uh, one of those like kind of weird horror films that came out in the between in the aughts, you know. That's kind of like no Tom Hanks in that. No Tom Hanks in that. Okay, it, but yeah, but he's in this. But yeah, but he directed this. This was this is Tom Hanks before he was Gump. Yeah, before he was uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia before he was a league this of is, their own. This is like a comedic, you know, like this is a comedic Tom Hanks. Yeah. But it's one of those weird I don't know, you didn't know who Tom Hanks was necessarily at that time, you know. Maybe well, you, maybe you saw Bosom Buddies, maybe you didn't, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, if if you were around in 89, right? This is mm-hmm. when this came out. When did yeah. this come out? 89, yeah. And you you know, you only knew Bosom Buddies. You only knew certain things. Bachelor you saw Party. this. You're just like, oh, damn. The Mermaid. Like, uh, what else? Uh, was he Joe in, versus the Volcano. Was Money Pit around? Probably Money know. Pit, yeah. You know, just as a comedic actor. Yeah, you're just Not like, a who? serious... Well, like, he was very... He's, he's a pretty good physical comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just like, who is this curly-haired uh, Harold Lloyd? This curly-haired I mean, chaplain. This is this is after Big. Oh, this is after Big? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was already nominated for an Oscar, and he did this movie. Oh, he big. He was nominated for an Oscar. That was the first time. Okay, that was wow. the first time wow. ever. Wow, wow. All right. Wow. All right. So, so yeah, this you is know. after big. This is after big. This is after dancing on a piano. That's crazy. You know, because I thought. You know, sometimes I think, you know, because I'm like, I watch Bachelor Party, and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's not that bad. Hanks, you're not doing that bad of a job. Like you didn't make bad decisions beside Chet Hanks. But I thought, you know, I thought maybe the Burbs was going to be like, oh, all right, like, yeah, I'll throw it on. It'll be like a nice, cool, like, funny little comedy, whatever, whatever. But Mondo, what is the Burbs? You got to tell me. Yeah, the Burbs, I mean. I mean, convince me. I mean, I I just think Joe Dante is like an auteur, you know, like he's like, he knows how to make those like kind of family horror comedies, you know, where obviously the gremlins and gremlins 2 I, i'm pretty sure you did gremlins 2 but gremlins is like you know like those like things that either way gremlins you know like he like you know like those are like huge films and like uh you know like some someone you know like obviously you know like not just anyone made them they're like part of american film you know but the burbs i think is one of those films that is definitely overlooked you know, overshadowed by, you know, the uh, Gremlins, um, Home Alone. I mean, not Home Alone. I'm sorry, not Home Alone. Uh, maybe even Small Soldiers, something like that, you know. But, you know, like, it's like... You're losing like, me here with Small so, Soldiers. <laughs> small Soldiers is good. I like I like Small Soldiers yeah, a lot. it's fun. You know? I mean, yeah. But, like, The Burbs is really one of those movies that, like, really captures and encapsulates... Uh, Joe Dante's like filmmaking and like kind of like um, yeah like in what way though you know like, like in like well like in his whole like kind of aesthetic you know it's like a suburb like it's a suburban horror film you know where like the Twilight Zone is kind of that you know like the Blob is that you know like those old fifty hordes horror films before like Frank Darabont like try to do that you know with the mist and um you know, like, you know, even Shawshank Redemption or, like, stuff like that where he 
did all those kind of things, you know? It's one of those things. Stephen King adaptations. Yeah, like kind of those like Stephen King like uh-huh. things, you know, before that, you know? It's all those like, it's all those things, you know, where like this guy is really like tapping into something that America is feeling at the time and really contemporary, you know? And understands like, and can bring that kind of aesthetic, you know, that kind of 50s feel like, but not necessarily like bring a contemporary feel to well, it. Well, you know what? I'll jump off from that, that 50s feel, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what the Burbs feels like to me, right? So it's like that idea of, you know, this small cul-de-sac, this small kind of regular suburban town. Yeah. They're all fine. They don't like, you know, they, they think everything's fine. Like they're just like nothing's happening. And mm-hmm. so someone moves in there and they're a little weird, a little different, right? Mm-hmm. But different to what? Right, like different to what? Different to what Tom they Hanks think seems normal, you know. Different to fucking Corey Feldman being some weirdo who lives in a house by himself, always painting it. <laughs> different to Bruce Dern being some psychotic ex-military guy yeah, who just has so all like, this, who like spies that, you know? on people with his infrared yeah. shit and has guns and shit that he could just like murder you in any time that he feels like he could. Mm-hmm. Or, or as crazy as what's his face. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the you know the, the neighbor yeah um, Rick uh, Ducommon I forget his name Ducommon I was gonna say Duman but Ducommon you know where it's just like this crazy bored you know a conservative yeah. suburban psychopath who's just like who's everyone living- everyone's crazy I'm not but everyone's crazy look at everyone they do things that are not what I'm what I do what I'm supposed to do yeah. you know what I'm saying even you know it's it just like this it's this idea of like that 50s ideal of what a neighborhood should be right Mm -hmm. like and and yeah joe dante really captures that in a sense that it's just like oh like we're all still thinking that being living on a cul-de-sac and that like being this like kind of like these you know the fifth what is it like the nuclear family like that kind of Mm -hmm. thing is supposed to still be safe and good you know but it's not because everyone's a fucking psychopath yeah like, it don't matter if you're just, like, a family that lives in a nice house and stuff. You're probably a psychopath. Just like Tom Hanks is a psychopath because he literally has a family, beautiful wife played by Carrie Fisher, a nice son. You know, he's sort of an idiot, but whatever. Like, <laughs> he's, he's got a idiot, nice... But I'm just joking. <laughs> he's got a nice life. He's got a great life. His son's But he cool. can't take care of... He's not taking care of his family. He's, but he, like, but worried he has, about... But, but this... he's worried about his stupid neighbor and what he's telling them it's yeah. like it's like a Q, QAnon shit mm. it's like that shit where they just like they're not they're not worried about what's in front of them what they can actually control like you know what i mean like he's just like oh like i this neighbor's scared of me because he makes noises at night and sometimes they do things that you know and it's just like well but you don't even like you need to realize who you are and what you need to take care of before you worry about that but, you know, I mean, at the same time, this movie, you know, it's sort of, you know. Sort of what? Well, you know, it ends up being that they're right. So I don't know. But that's so I don't the know, whole thing. You know what I mean? You know, it's one of those things like where it's like, yeah, they are right. And they are right. I mean, they were you know? murderers. You know what I mean? There yeah. was a reason for them to be, you know. Suspicious and all suspicious this stuff. And stuff. But, yeah, yeah. But on it, there really was no reason for them to be suspicious almost, you know. It's kind of like it's playing into that that thought process is like yeah like satanic panic baby you know, like exactly where, where it was all going on like and they're just like kind of like you know really like you know they're really bored they have nothing better to boredom do, as well you know yes like yeah, it's yeah. that thing but this film like you know it kind of plays into that for the comedic aspect of them being right you know that's funny that they're right you know because it seems like they're so wrong the whole time you know and their suspicions are so like you know, like, like, uh, like, you know, half baked almost, you know, like the whole time, you know, there's really no reason for them to be suspicious, kind of, you know, it's just they're bored suburbanites and they're just like, you know, like they, they're avoiding something else, you know, the whole time, you know, like Tom Hanks's character is, um, you know, like he takes a week off because like, you know, he's like, you know, he's burnt out, you know, he's tired. He's like, he can't do any, he you can't go to work you know like it's just he he needs his mind to be like same here same here <laughs> you know he needs his mind to be like free of something else but like 
obviously it's going to take longer than a week you know that's that's the weird part like oh yeah just go to the lake and that that's like a whole nother like kind of like headache you know trying to go to the lake or trying to go to this house like you know that's like it's not really relaxing at all because you still have to plan all these things and do these things you know like just being at home is kind of sort of relaxing you know like and it's not that it's just that thing that where like you know like where every little thing is getting into his head his neighbor you know his well i mean that's what i'm saying like that's that's another thing it's it's not even really like they don't like they can't relax yeah when you're someone like that Mm -hmm. when you just because you're just they're so used to you've got to find some reason to Mm -hmm. be you know it's like some it's like a woody allen like you just got to find something to like be into we got a woody allen apologist over here and just (laughs) and just get like you know well woody allen movies you know they're just like some neighbor who just like i gotta get into something and i gotta like cheat on someone to do something because i'm just so bored like it doesn't like yeah it just like they can't let their mind rest you know and because most suburban families are just so bored yeah and that you know that's kind of what like american beauty is and all that shit where just like they're so bored they just like this is like a twilight zone like a horror like a a 50s horror film like you know it's really exploring that like whole like suburbanite thing where like like yeah this is boring and it like it can cause like trauma in itself and like you know really kind of like like who really is the like bad guy you know like it and also like, you know it also like brings both of these films like bring into that like idea of like well do you really know who your neighbors are? Yeah. Like, do you really know who's, like, right next to you? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what's going on in your neighborhood? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, do you even know your friends? Like, yeah. who are, like, you know, feeding into this, like, thing that is not, like, I don't mean, they have no, like, really, they just have pre- preconceived notions about, like, their neighbors and stuff like that. They're, like, they can't even say hi to the neighbor, you know? And I'll tell you this, Mondo. Yeah. The way we've been talking about the the way we've been talking about the burbs, mm. and and anyone who might have not have seen it, they might think it's not a funny movie. But it's this movie hilarious. is fucking hilarious because <laughs> the way we've been talking about, you yeah, know what I mean? It's like, really like yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This yeah. is like it has so many great like gags and like uh, one liners. And w- one thing I wanted to say about this is why why I really like the fact that it is a comedy because if you have a comedy where there's like an explosion. And someone comes out of the explosion. Yeah, their clothes are tarred and stuff. And they're like all full of like black soot. But mm-hmm. in this movie, like they have like, like their, the side of their, like, they have like no ear. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like at the end, like Tom Hanks has like that mutated like side of his head. Because mm-hmm. it got burnt. Like, you know, because they did gremlins, because they they come well, from that. that. That's like, the thing they come too, from like a real like creature it's really feature dark kind of and thing. kind of really horror. But yes. They really bring out the comedy and all that. Yeah, like just it's when like they get both. just it's when like they a, get attacked by the bees, you know, and exactly. the neighbor has like those like bandages on his face, you know, when they're spying on like you know the the neighbors that night, you know. Yeah, like there's still like obviously there's like you know like these these actions have like uh you know consequences like, consequences. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's just like yeah, all yeah, those things. Big words it's here. really it's just it's. Like this whole movie is really hilarious at the same time, you know, and that's that's the thing about Gremlins. Like it, that's a dark movie, but it's really funny at the same time because of Joe Dante, I think, you know, and how he like portrays everything in like and especially in the Burbs, like where this is like a really, it's like a dark movie. It's a dark comedy too, like just like Eating Raul, but it's really funny at the same time, like just with everything happening, you know, like he's playing like they're watching jeopardy and stuff like oh i'll be back for like the final whatever whatever it's called i don't know final jeopardy and stuff like that you know well another good thing about this movie too is if they show that like i mean you know tom hanks watching tv not jeopardy but when he's watching he's like flipping through all those horror films yeah yeah. he's watching people get stabbed and killed and he's just like his face is just like huh like like i gotta go to bed you know it's like that thing that we're like People are so desensitized to it, like they, you know, they they don't care when they watch it mm-hmm. on TV, and they're fine with it. Yeah. They, you know, they watch, you know, hours of like true crime shit, and they're like, oh, yeah. people have been killed and stuff like that. But then, as soon as a neighbor moves in who 
maybe doesn't come out when you want them to. They're like, oh, he's a fucking killer. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where a, your mind is just wandering. Yeah, your like your crazy. mind goes to that, and then you know, obviously, he has a bad dream. You know, because of that, he has a nightmare. And, it's yeah. like you you are making that for yourself. Well, it's because you know TV I mean? is doing that too. Well, TV you, as you know? well, yes. Like the, it's the popular media, that, news, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's making you like scared yeah. to be like, oh my god, there's a killer next. You're to just me. assuming all this stuff. Like and, even your kid, you're like you know, believing. And, you know? and you know what I'm saying? And 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 they're not wrong because yes there is a killer next door to you yeah everyone that lives next to you is probably a fucking psychopath for the most part you know what i mean i think that's also what this is yeah. saying you know what i'm saying because they may not be necessarily killers but they're crazy mm-hmm. and they don't have your interest you know what i mean like in their in, you know in mind they they don't care they're just like we need you i think that's the kind of the question is like who's crazier you know exactly like the suburbanites who is or crazier? the people killing the people uh, like, probably you know? both yeah it's everyone <laughs> everyone is thing. insane you know yeah it's the same thing they're all just like you know it's all just a different level to like you know the insanity you know like everyone is just feeling all this kind of like you know insanity and just can't cope with anything and so they do it to they they do it they do other things to like try to cope with it like where they're spying on the neighbors and like suggesting everything and the neighbors are just doing it and that's how they cope you know so it's like who is like who is really the bad guy like who is like you know like who are your neighbors yeah what should we be scared of yeah literally who should we be scared of tom hanks yeah yeah and his son chet hanks absolutely (laughs) (laughs) we should be absolutely frightened of him Colin Hanks? I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. Orange <laughs> County? Seems like a great hang. <laughs> but Chet Hanks? Run. You see him? You run. Yeah. Who is like, Get who is really like, who is running this block, you know, like, and you're just watching and just enjoying it. And 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 that's the thing, too, is like, we just feel like Corey Feldman's character where we're just like sitting back and watching and we're waiting for the pizza guy to come, you know? Pretty much, And that's yeah. like, that's the comedy of all of it all. Like, and to realize like, you know like like all these things that we think you know like we just have like you know we're assuming a lot you know and well and dante does another thing that i love about directors he brings yeah. back people that he had he bring back yeah. he brought back dick miller who's one of the garbage men yeah he was yeah. in gremlins yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Corey feldman was in gremlins you yeah. know what i'm saying he's bringing back all the yeah all using the, all a the similar cast yeah that's awesome i always well, love that you know one of the things that i really uh notice about this and then i love gremlins like you know that's like a that that's just like i know it's up there with like back to the future and like a perfect movie yeah we're just like i i can watch that anytime but i noticed this and that like i really love that dante really does like long takes but there's stuff going on in the background Mm-hmm. like right so when like the last scene there's a there's a few scenes but the last scene that like got me is when he's like bringing um the the neighbor tom hanks's neighbor um and like he's like telling him like no no we got proof we got proof and he's like telling him like no like he's an actual doctor mm-hmm. and like he's bringing him through that whole scene and everything's burning down around him and there's all this stuff going down but it's like a really like good like long take that just like goes through and so like the comedy is not like so you know a lot of comedies they need like to cut in order for the comedy to work yeah. and i feel like here you can have these actors who know how to improvise they know how to do same thing with eating raul that you don't need to cut you just need you can just let them like do their thing and mm-hmm. they're funny like you know tom hanks i mean when he throws himself in the ambulance with it with you know what i mean like at the end yeah. when he just when he throws the bed yeah. in the ambulance and just throws i mean that's just like yeah the gurney <laughs> like i feel that that's all one take yeah like it's not cut up at all yeah, how he, most comedies <laughs> would cut it up like you know what i mean like they would cut it up from the inside of the ambulance all this yeah. stuff like we get one take of that and that's i mean he lays on the gurney like just there he's like take me to the hospital like, yeah blah blah and, and then, nobody like, no. does <laughs> So he picks it up and then he throws, throws it, it in, in there the first app. and then like dives like on it. It just and it's all in one take. Yeah. It's never cut up. It's never like you know what I mean? Like they never have to cut it up to get for you to feel that yeah. like comedy. That's like the whole comedic like timing of it all, you know? Yeah. Like And that's just, Dante like, like also knowing what he can capture and also knowing and trusting the people that he has in the film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I just think that Dante is, like, an underrated director for sure, you know? Like, he doesn't get the due that most people, 
get you know like he's it's true you know, i, I like, agree with you yeah, yeah like i didn't i didn't like you know i didn't realize i mean in, this in, was in a, a certain crowd he does yeah obviously in like the midnight kind of beyond fest you know i mean they yeah. all love dante we yeah. all you know exactly. the horror crowd you know like but 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 yeah and what we're what we're talking about here is we're talking about the criterion crowd yeah. baby yeah we're talking about the snobby you know we're talking about the new york closet mm-hmm. fools yeah exactly like I mean, I like, closet fools, you mean. know, like I like small soldiers, like I mean, it's just kind of like a fun movie, like watch, you know, like, but I never realized that was Joe Dante. I never realized the burbs was Joe Dante. Maybe you know? gremlins like, you know, in inner space. Like, you know, like inner space. Come on. Martin those, Short, Dennis yeah. Quaid. It's all those things. Like, you know, like I've never seen the howling, but I mean, that's like a kind of like. Like that's a, a well highly regarded, I, I like think a, that's probably highly regarded film. Gremlins like, and the Howling are probably like yeah. the ones that like right that put them on the map. Yeah, you know, exactly. for like the horror yeah. crowd for like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Joe Dante is just like one who's been like, you know, he's been doing shit all the time, and like no one like really gives him the credit that he deserves. You know, like, I agree. Okay, I agree. Another like he did, um, he did a segment in Twilight Zone, the movie, but also he directed the Explorers. Oh, again, there you, you go. Know, like, fuck, so that's like, like a good, that's like, actually a good thing like, to bring up because it, it, it really shows his balance between like, you know, like you said, it is that like back in the 80s, like that, those family movies. So like, you know that he can handle like children, those yeah. children actors, you know what I mean? And yeah. like really get performances from them and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? But also he could do like, I don't know, like kind of raunchy not raunchy but you know more adult stuff but yeah they're like, from explorers yeah. to the burbs you know what i'm saying yeah. like that you gremlins know? explorers gremlins, the burbs, yeah, yeah. you know like it's all like it really like he just knows how to capture that like kind of I need like your inno- la- i need your last stand right that now innocence. tell me why the burbs belongs in the you know he I, can, you're doing I mean, it right now so keep going okay so he can he understands that innocence of like being a child in a neighborhood and like you know growing up with like uh, sort of this community and he really like captures that with all that like the explorers and just like you know like how the explorers are just like you know like there's these three kids that you know like they're not they're like these like um outsiders to yeah, all like you captures know, like the bull cut you know? members only fucking little kid shit <laughs> you know straight up but yeah. like the uh the burbs is exactly what it is like what it sounds like it's the it's like it's being this suburbanite where you're just like trapped in this cul-de-sac you know like you're trapped in like this life that maybe you didn't want but i mean you're in it you know because you thought that was like the you know like the american dream almost you know like especially at that time in the 80s like and stuff like that where you're just like you know you need a family you need all this you need like this neighborhood and like and that's what you and that's that's what a small neighborhood is like you know where you're just like you're making up these horror stories like and stuff about like oh yeah the guy who owned the the soda shop in like you know like way back when and killed his family and like you know it's just one of those things like it's like when we did little fugitive and 400 blows it's like when you're being a small when you're a small kid and you're just like stuck in this life and you can't like escape it and your parents are leaving you alone and now you're a little older and you can kind of like you know like you're friends with the neighborhood and all this stuff like you know and you're like just telling these like horror stories like just to kind of keep you interested and like you know like you know just like kind of it's just american life you know like that just feels like you know the burb just feels like you know being like a kind of tween teenager like that like that cusp of like you know being in junior high school like going into like high school like and you're just like making up all these like stories or like things to scare you you know just i don't know what what it is like you know like i don't know like how to like exactly put my finger on it like what you feel or what like it is about that time that makes you like want those things you know like these horror stories and like these scary stories like to keep you like going around like the neighborhood and like this weird allure of everything but that's what the you know like that's what the burbs is it's just like keeping you like you know like sort of interested in life or like something you know and really joe dante really captures that kind of like you know like as as silly as as the burbs is and like you know like it's this weird like 50s panic thing you know like where like bomb shelters and like you know like the neighbors are like creepy and stuff like that where they might be aliens or something you know well, i mean they're like, just real people you, it's just know? that idea of like yeah like in the 50s like as soon as someone looked different than yeah. you and they moved in it's sort of like you know 
they could have been like you know people of color moved in all yeah, of a sudden, exactly, like who yeah. are these people why are they yeah you know how come they don't come out and it's like because nobody wants to be bothered by you yeah you know what i mean like yeah. what are you gonna ask what do you like what do you really like you're not really interested in them you're just really you're making up these scenarios in yeah, your head get a life like, yeah you know what i mean yeah. like fucking just worry about yourself yeah like, who fix, cares what yeah, your neighbors fix, yeah exactly you know I mean? fix yourself tom hanks you know yeah. like you're stressed yeah, out tom hanks. <laughs> you know you're stressed out like fix chet you know yeah like, fucking yeah exactly you're worried about fucking what your neighbor's doing fix chet's ass <laughs> you know like where you're just like stressed out and you don't want to go anywhere and you just want to be lazy and uh, you're gonna get bored with yourself but your wife is telling you to do all these things but you know those are just more headaches you know like you really have to deal with something else you know yeah it's just like you know you know when the neighbors are just like you know the neighbor comes over it's like oh you heard that the neighbor across the street cheating on his wife huh mm-hmm. and just like oh yeah and it's like yeah. yeah yeah and they're just like well you cheat on your wife also yeah like, yeah well i well you know he doesn't know i know though yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you know exactly it's like this dumb like that's like what most neighborhoods are mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you're right joe dante captures that mm-hmm. he really does capture that idea of like you said that like i mean even in gremlins even all that it's like a he really captures the Mm cul-de-sac yeah this weird like panic it's like this is like a twilight zone episode but it's so like you know it's like you know it's like dick dick miller says in in what as a trash man Mm -hmm. where you're just like I hate cul-de-sac because there's only one way out. Yeah. And that's like a pretty good horror premise. Yeah, exactly. When you have that, but it's not even they a horror. They feel stuck, you know? Like, yes. And they only know one way out. And but... even, it's it's like not only horror in that you can do it horror where like, oh, there's murderers and there's ghosts, but also horror yeah. in like the psychological sense. Yeah. They're all stuck in that dead end. Yeah. They don't have any they're way. All, yeah, they're all in one a dead way end, out. Yeah. So, you yeah. know what, Mondo? I, I, you what know, do you feel? Yeah. You told me the burbs, and I was like, well, you know, Tom Hanks, do I want to let this fucking creep in here? <laughs> of course you want Tom Hanks. No, of course, of course, of course. And even in this sense, I mean, you know, Tom Hanks is a great... It, it makes sense. I mean, that, I mean no, all no, these no. people have a great performance. You no, know, of like, course. Everyone here is great, but it makes sense that Tom Hanks is, like, the person who's, like, had the most hosting gigs on SNL because he's fucking funny. Yeah. Tom Hanks is funny. Yeah. He knows how to do physical comedy, <laughs> his reactions to stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? We could have done yeah. like a whole podcast about that. Yeah. About how good he is in this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we could have done about Carrie Fisher. Oh my God. God bless Carrie Fisher. RIP. <laughs> but Tom Hanks, like, yeah, I, I saw this and I was like, oh damn, like we need like movies like this for people to be like, oh yeah, like this is not some like midnight movie this is not just some like that's oh, exactly like yeah, this movie it's, can it's, be it's, brushed off as no, just like being yeah, you know like exactly whatever you know it's but, not it's not at all because yeah. again like i seen it before and i saw it and you know it's it sort of what what it was and i remember like the good stuff the good scenes the big scenes i don't mm. remember the movie as a whole yeah and then i watched it this time and i was like oh i was like god damn i was like it just pops it goes through and through i loved it this belongs in the collection again because we need to get this kind of stuff in here it's like a great horror comedy there's not enough horror comedies and again you brought the ghost of mr chicken and this is like kind of the same thing but in a good way in a good way i'm saying like it really like to see those two kind of things like in the criterion collection would be fucking amazing right like this is just like it's just one of those things that like really captures something that like people can just brush off you know there's not enough there's not enough stuff like this in the criterion collection i feel like you know you know what i mean like there's so much you know and i you know i just want to bring this up really quick you know you can't find this anywhere you have to rent it you can't just stream it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't I mean, find... Shout Factory did release it, but... Well, yeah, yeah but, but I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, just streaming it. But you know even, what I mean? You would think this I mean, would be a movie you could just, like, watch on, like, It HBO should be available something. everywhere. Same exactly. Thing, like, something like Better Off Dead with John Cusack. Like, yeah. all those movies are sort of, like, getting taken away from us. Yeah. Unless you own them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it has like, a Shout Factory like, release. This was a great pairing, I think. Like, Eden Raul and Blue Burbs. Like, they really capture this, like, kind of, like... You know this really dark comedy that is that can be written off, but is really like, you know, like I mean, these movies deserve as much, uh, you know, 
at being as like accolades like as the 400 blows and stuff like that as anything else you know like as art house films you know Absolutely. and these are super like culty films you know like they are especially and, because like you said joe dante deserves that that credit that yeah. credit in terms of being like hey like you're not just some like horror like director yeah you're a director yeah he really has a vision on tour yeah. you know like yeah. Joe yeah. Dante, like like yeah joe dante doesn't get the recognition recognition that he deserves for sure hell you know? yeah baby yeah. 50th 50th episode yeah first halloween episode the burbs is in yeah the burbs is watch the, in. watch the burbs for watch Christ the burbs eating, watch eating Raul. Watch it's on eating Raul. max please and follow us at criterion cult pod on instagram at Criterion Cole on Twitter. You can follow me at Young Jane Fonda. You don't have to do that. Don't do that. As a matter of fact, just follow the podcast. Yes. Because I want to hear from you guys. We want to hear if you guys we want to hear if you guys watch these films. And if you think, you know, if if, if you're like, oh well these are not Halloween films. These are not blah blah blah. We want to hear that. Yeah. But we believe they are, but we're, we're but trying to change is. things up. Yeah. I, I feel like we're no both of them are. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Like they they can be horror films if you really think about what horror is supposed to be. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. yeah, Mondo. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find What's me at on? save underscore Mondo. But next episode, fifty first episode, baby, we're, we're gonna live stream. We're it. gonna live stream it, and we're doing unedited, unfiltered, and we're doing. That's our next Halloween what's, one. Yeah, what's our next Halloween one? You know, this time we're we're talking about nasty neighbors. Now we're talking about mothers. The Ooh, next one we're doing nasty Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, and we need to talk about Rosemary's Kevin. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary's right. baby, we need to talk about Kevin. Get on it. Ooh. We're gonna get really crazy That's about that. Down with the sickness, right there. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we're the Criterion Cult. Follow, like, do all that stuff. Share. Make sure Instagram's yeah. Instagram's fucking with us. So we, but we love everyone who's listening and everything. We appreciate it. And then look out for the. 31 days of horror that we're gonna do oh yeah we'll make that list soon oh yeah no <laughs> no, no. we're gonna yeah. do it I'm, I'm gonna do it right now <laughs> we're gonna do it right now yeah we're gonna figure that out but yeah join the cult